So we aren't too far removed from celebrating Holy Week and Resurrection Sunday, right? Yet people don't understand how DMX, who recently passed, could possibly see Jesus in heaven because he allegedly died from an overdose. Y'all, the internet and religious folks run me low. Okay, let's talk about it. Hey, I'm Chris McDonald, and you're listening to She Speaks Podcast, where each episode we will navigate our way through the intersection of Christianity and culture to cultivate conversations that are real, relevant, and maybe even ratchet at times too. But either way, She Speaks. So unfortunately, on Friday, April 9th, we learned that our beloved DMX government name Earl Simmons transitioned from this earthly life. And in honor of his life, I posted a pic of him with the caption, I truly believe he will see heaven. And I meant that y'all. But first, let me preface this conversation by stating that I did not say he will see heaven. I said that I believe he will see heaven. That small phrase, I believe, um, was purposely placed there to limit my ability to actually know um, his individual eschatology. And when I say individual eschatology, I mean his afterlife, what's going to happen to him um, after he transitions from his earthly life. I intentionally said that I believe because the reality is I don't know what the eternal state of his soul is. And I pray that the Lord would bless his soul, but realistically, I don't have a heaven or hell to send him to. Therefore, my will to see him in heaven is finite. I just don't know. But let's be clear. Just like um, my uncle who has recently passed, he also had a, a, a huge part in raising me. Um, I consider him my godfather. Um, I also, too, believe that he is going to see heaven Um, And I celebrate the fact that he can be reunited with his wife, my godmother, Mary Stewart. Um, And so these were two losses that I experienced on uh, Friday, April 9th, uh, yesterday, as I'm recording this. And my desire and belief that I will see DMX in heaven is no different than my desire or belief that I will see uh, Reverend Joe Stewart in heaven. Um, So I really want to get into this episode about um, religious folk and Christian Twitter, uh, especially, um, who seem to think that people like DMX who struggle with addiction and drug use are excluding themselves from the ability to see Jesus in heaven. Y'all, we have such a misunderstanding of Christ and what it truly means to be Christian in this culture. And it's so heartbreaking The reality is we are not guaranteed entry into heaven based on how good we think we are on this earth. And people are also not excluded from heaven based on how bad you think they are either. Good works will be rewarded in heaven, but it won't get us into heaven. Let me say that again because I want to make sure y'all hear that in the back. Good works will be rewarded in heaven, but it won't get us into heaven. If you make it to heaven, y'all, you're going to be surprised with who you may see there. So I think that we should do more. um, We should be more careful about how we determine whether someone else's eternal state um, is going to meet our expectations. 
we should be more careful about determining whether someone's eternal state is going to meet our expectations. Isaiah, I believe it's Isaiah 55, it clearly states in scripture that God's ways are higher than ours. His thoughts are higher than ours. Our, our understanding of um, our souls is limited, right? We are finite in our understanding of ourselves. God knows better than us. God sees our heart. And so we would do ourselves a disservice to try to determine who's going to make it into a heaven that we don't even have the ability to put them in. So if you make it to heaven again, you're going to be surprised with who you may see there if you make it there. And my prayer is that you make it there. But it's dangerous to think that we gain access um, to heaven by how good we are and how many good works we do. Um, Because my question is, do you believe, though? Like, forget what you've done. What have you professed? Because here's one thing that I believe about Darkman X, a.k.a. DMX. That man knew Christ. Uh, He may not have always lived or looked like it, but do we always live and look like it? What I do know about DMX, based on being a fan of his music, is that he constantly professed belief in Christ as his savior. And it's many Christian influencers, right, who are alive and well right now who won't even mention the name Jesus on their platform, but say that they are uh, Christians or say they believe in God. I love what um, Pastor O.J. Newburn, he's a Facebook friend, um, said in the comment section of one of my recent posts regarding this particular topic. He said, we can never gauge by the vehicle of death a person's destiny. If that be the case, many Christian martyrs will suffer eternal damnation because of the circumstances surrounding their death. We are not on the Grace and Mercy Committee, and therefore we do not know. But we do know that God is just, and just does not mean fair, because if God was fair, then we would receive what we were entitled to receive, which was eternal damnation. But he is just in that we are justified through faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Thus, if we were perfect, we would not need the blood and grace of Jesus. Y'all, that's it right there, right? Won't it? Won't that preach? Like that is that basically sums up what I'm trying to say in such a theological way. It is dangerous for us to determine our own salvation or someone else's salvation based on our limited view of ourselves and each other, because Scripture tells us that God sees the heart. We look at the outer appearance. We look at what we can see. We look at the tangible tangible effects and impact of sin, right? And uh, human nature. But God says, sees beyond that. God sees the heart. And the reality is Christ died for the very reason that some people are saying that, that DMX isn't getting into heaven. Oh, child, y'all. Christ died in our place. Like, we just talked about this all through Holy Week. We just had seven last sayings. We just had all of these uh, videos and, and online pastors talk to us about what the resurrection means, and we're still missing it. Christ died in our place, which means we can strive to live right. We're supposed to, as we profess to be believers, to strive to live right. But even at our best, he still takes our filthiness and cleanses it of all of unrighteousness. 
even at our best, we are still filthy rags in his sight because we are human. We are imperfect. Um, thanks to Adam and Eve, we have fell into sin. And guess what? God has given us chance after chance after chance to get it right. And in our own finite understanding, we just don't know how to get it right. And so he sent his son, Christ, so that we don't necessarily have to worry about getting it right, but have to worry about getting our relationship right with him. And if we can profess to believe that he is the way and the only way, then guess what? God will give us the grace and the wisdom and the strength to be able to strive to live right. And even then, we still won't always get it exactly how God wants it to be. But as long as we're trying, that's enough. Grace is sufficient for us each day. So the culture has got to stop judging people by sin level and begin holding all people accountable through discipleship efforts. We have to start teaching people why we are supposed to live right and stop judging them for why they aren't living right. As I've heard once said before, um, we have to catch the fish before we can clean the fish, y'all. We we can't even deal with dirty fish long enough to figure out the healthiest ways to catch them and clean them. We're too busy judging how dirty the fish looks to even try to catch it to where we can clean it. Listen, the gospel tells us that we get to heaven through Jesus. That's in John 14, uh, verse 6. We get to heaven through Christ. He's the only way. So our job is to believe and have faith in that belief that Christ is the way. We are to believe that Christ is the way and then have faith that because we believe he's the way, that he's going to get us where we want to be. It is then Jesus's job to judge how weighty our sins are in heaven if we believe he's the way to get there. Our job is just to believe that Christ will get us there. And then once we're there, we're. it is true that we are going to be judged according to the weight of our sins. Um, there are crowns in heaven that will be rewarded. We will be judged based off of what we did here on this earth, but it's not going to keep us from getting into heaven if we just believe. And I think that we do ourselves, the Christian community, a disservice when we try to label people based on their sin nature on whether or not they're going to see those pearly gates. Um, while in seminary, I actually wrote a paper um, on heaven and hell. And in this paper, I essentially talked about the significance of um, our um, inability to understand how Christ is the way and the only way and how it is dangerous for us to believe that we can have a relationship with God and exclude, exclude Christ from that relationship and still see heaven. I'm going to tell you right now that um, universal uh, belief that uh, everyone's going to heaven is dangerous um, because the reality is there is a heaven and hell for God to put us in. We don't have one to put in each other in, but there is definitely a place for us to go. And that's where I mentioned at the beginning of this episode about individual eschatology. Go look it up for yourself. Go Google uh, what individual eschatology is. But um, that was one of my favorite things to study while I was in seminary. And it is one of my favorite things to uh, really talk about because it is important for us to understand that it does not matter how great we are on this earth. That is not our key to get in heaven. And on that same token, right, on the flip side, it doesn't matter how bad we are. That's not going to be what determines what gets us into heaven or hell. It's going to be about what we believe and what our heart believes. 
Okay, it's going to be about what we believe and what our heart believes. Now, hear me clear. I'm also not saying that we get to just live any kind of way and do whatever we want to do. And we still going to see Jesus. Because the reality is there's a lot of us out here, good and bad, who don't believe that Christ is the way, who don't believe that he was sent to die on the cross, that he shed blood for you and me. And I need us to understand that there is room for all of us. But guess what? Not all of us are going to make it. There is room for all of us, but not all of us are going to make it. And so I just want us to be careful about how we determine someone else's salvation. Because at the end of the day, what we need to understand about not just DMX's life, but each one of our lives is that uh, uh, sanctification is a process. Sanctification is a process. Once we determine or decide that uh, Jesus is our Lord and Savior and we decide and we profess that we believe um, that he is the way um, to heaven, that still um, is a daily process. DMX lived that out day to day. We saw his struggle. We saw him strive uh, to live right. And it was hard for him. But how many of us are struggling to put the plate down when we're too full? How many of us are struggling to stop cursing and talking crazy to our kids and our loved ones? How many of us are struggling to love the people who we are called to love, even when they are difficult to love? How many of us pick up our Bibles and read it on a daily basis like we're called to do, where we are called to meditate on the word day and night? How many of us uh, go to God in prayer day and night? like we are called to do? How many of us uh, take care of our, our bodies, our temples that God has called us to take care of? How many of us uh, idolize the money that we make and idolize the, the, the platforms that we have built and idolize the things that God has given us um, and forget the person who gave it to us? There are some of us right now who are going to be caught up in the sin nature of who we are when it's time for us to transition this earthly life. But guess what? It may not be addiction. It may not be an overdose. But the crazy part that I don't understand, though, about the Internet and about people, especially religious people, is that a lot of us are even assuming that he died from an overdose. Reports said that uh, he had a heart attack because of an alleged overdose um, that led him to be in a coma. Right. But the truth of the matter is none of us were there. We don't we don't know that this man was clean or not. We don't know if this man actually overdosed. Right. For all we know, it could have been years of drug use that led to a heart attack that led to him being in a coma. But none of that matters. What matters is, did he believe? What matters is at the end of your life, do you believe? That's what we each should be asking ourselves. That's what we should be wanting to make sure that our loved ones know. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. I grieved yesterday when I learned the loss of my godfather, when I learned the loss of him. It hurt um, because he's no longer here. And to be honest, it was more of a selfish hurt because I did not get the time um, that I wanted with him. You know, there were so many times where I would, you know, talk to him on the phone and say, I'm going to come by and see you or, you know, I can't wait to see you again. But the reality is life happens. 
And, and, you know, and so I never, I didn't get to follow up on that, but thank God that I was able to have those conversations with him, but I never got to see him. It's been a while um, since COVID happened and I never got to see him. And so I have to selfishly grieve the fact that he's gone, but my soul rejoices. My soul rejoices because I know where he is. I believe I know where he is. And I believe that he's going to the same place that Earl Simmons, AKA DMX is going. And I believe that because I see the fruit of what they lived. I saw the professions of faith. I saw the prayers. I heard the prayers. I saw the desire to live right and be right and to ask God to help them be right. I saw that. I've witnessed that. It is because of my great uncle that I truly believe that seeds were planted in order for me to be who I am today as a woman of God, who who seeks to preach the good news, who seeks to pastor a people online to guide them to Christ. It took me a long time to even accept the um, identity of pastor um, because that is a mantle that is heavy. Um, and there, there's a responsibility um, that comes with it that I saw my godfather carry in his life. And I know that uh, to to whom much is given, much is required. And so I'm walking into that, but I'm walking into that with the desire for you guys to understand, especially religious folk, you legalistic people who believe that you have to look a certain way and be a certain way and act a certain way and talk a certain way in order to be accepted by Christ. There, The blood covers everybody. The blood covers everybody, right? And so I want to... Um, close out this episode with uh, first saying, pray for DMX and his family. Not not necessarily even pray for DMX because the dead, leave the dead to bury their own. Um, I want to say, pray for his wife and his children and those who are going to have to um, grieve in, um, in the in private while the public continues to uh, lift him up, right? Um, pray for those who are going to miss his presence. Pray for, you know, uh, those who struggled with him um, in his addiction, who wanted to see him well, but did not get to experience that possibly, who possibly didn't get to experience that on this side. My prayer is that he received his healing. He no longer has to struggle. Uh, victory belongs to Jesus. Um, and that goes for my great uncle as well. Um, he was a father figure sent to me um, to show me the way. And I'm so thankful for that. But I want you guys to understand that everybody's trying hard. In the words of uh, Bishop Paul Morton, everybody's trying hard to find a world in a life that's flawed. We all are trying when each one should be thanking God all the way, because I want to see him on that day, on that day. My question for you that I need you to consider is, do you want to see him on that day? Don't worry about what your life has looked like. Don't worry about what other people look like. Do you want to see him on that day? And so with that, I'm going to close out. And I'm going to pray that you guys be blessed um, and that you guys find the relationship that Christ is calling us to have. Not the one that we think we should have, not the one that the world says that it should uh, be, but what is Christ calling you to? Because being good is just not enough.
Thanks for joining me on this episode of She Speaks Podcast. Please visit whenchrisspeaks.com and subscribe so you can get the heads up on future episodes and any updates on what's to come. You can also connect with me on social media at When Chris Speaks or She Speaks Apparel if you're looking for some dope Christian lifestyle and empowerment apparel, okay? But seriously, if you love the show, show me some love. Leave me a rating on your podcast platform of choice so that I can continue bringing more people, more quality content. Thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you again soon.